0: And welcome back to another edition of The Shop, the, the hail, hail, the gang is all here. i got Henry Apple on my right, the beautiful Ricky Fires on the left, and Paul Boyd right on the other side of him. So we're ready to bring you some football action from week five, the second week of conference play for all the conferences. So we're halfway through from teams don't make playoffs, right? We are five down, five to go. Wow. So had some pretty good games uh, last week. Um... Henry, you were at the Springdale-Bentonville-West game. That was probably the biggest game in the 7A West last week. Kind of give us a little recap of that game.
1: I really thought that uh, Springdale would end the first half with momentum when Brand um, Allen had a punt that hit a West player on the heel. Springdale recovers it. Kicks a field goal, takes a 16-14 lead. But here come West behind a sophomore quarterback named Dalton McDonald. Threw for more than 200 yards in the second half, three touchdowns. Bentonville West defense ate up Grant Allen, sacked him five times and pressured him throughout. Turns out to be a 35-22 win for Bentonville West. And a very big one because now Bentonville West has Fayetteville out of the way. They have Springdale. That's two of the five I thought might be in the running for a conference championship. They've only got two more left, where the other schools may have three left.
0: And Bentonville is, I'm sure, circled on that calendar you know, big time for when they're going to play Bentonville. Now, you know, last year, West, when uh, Allen was a quarterback at Harbor, they, they sacked him quite a few times when they played. So um, he has not had a lot of great success against West in the last two years. But uh, West got a big win last week against Springdale. So that puts West firmly atop the seven uh, A standings at two and zero. And guess who else is two and zero? That's a game that I went to down in the River Valley. Van Buren at Bentonville, you know, the week before in the conference opener, Van Buren had rallied from behind, rallied from ahead to behind to ahead uh, to beat Rogers on the road. Uh, no question, Van Burens made big strides this year under sure. new coaching staff and Casey Dick and those guys. Bentonville said, uh, "You're not ready to play in this in this league yet with us." 44 zip, and it wasn't that close.
1: Bentonville found a way to score any way possible. Harrison Campbell took a punt return, 79 yards for a touchdown. Levi Bennett stepped in front of a receiver, interception for a turn for a touchdown, and then they grounded out with runs through the air. It was just complete domination by Bentonville again. I was
0: really impressed with their run game. Uh, Preston Crawford, he started the game, had some nice runs, left the ball on the ground a couple of times. Had to go, you know, to the sideline and reassess his situation, maybe put some them on his hands like in the in the show, the, the replacements or whatever, but they brought in a couple other guys that also did well. And then Crawford came back. He ended up with 130 yards. He had ended up having a nice game, got in the end zone. Um so, you know, their run game at Bentonville
1: is clicking right now. You you put him together and then all of a sudden, oh he gets tired. Well, they'll slip in Noah Fedorov on you. Oh, well, he's tired, and then they bring in uh, Colby Reed, and there's other guys on that. You know, they can run that little jet sweep with Harrison Campbell or an AJ Moss. They have so many weapons. You think through the air, but they've got weapons on the ground. They do,
2: Henry. I think uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago we talked about how teams in Bent County were struggling, even like P Ridge and so forth can we see that it's starting to turn around about how we expected P. Ridge getting their act together, Bentonville, Bentonville West, even with the sophomore quarterback. I saw that kid, I saw McDonald, I guess against Forsmith Southside, you know, just kind of a little shaky sophomore like anybody would be, but he's improved
1: tremendously
2: and looked like the Benton County team that we thought were going to be good heading in the right
1: direction, right? One of the things always help if you've got a target like Jaden Jackson, He'll make yeah. a good quarterback out of you. Absolutely. You know, we talked
0: about this a while ago before we, before we clicked the on button, the record button, about, you know, McDonald was supposed to just be like a clipboard carrier this year. You know, while Will Jarrett got all the snaps, you know, this is going to be a learning experience year for him. He's a sophomore. He probably gets to play a little mop-up time here and there. Then Jarrett goes down in the first game. McDonald is thrust into the spotlight. Not ideal ideal what you want to happen yeah. if, you're, if you're Brian Pratt. But then you're like, well, look what we have for next year. We're going to have a kid who has started probably eight, nine games this year. You know, as going to be a junior next year. So, you know, ideally, not what you wanted to have if you're yep. West, but it's actually worked out pretty well. And not only has he gotten better every week, but they're two and zero, and they're going to get Jarrett back at some point. It may be week ten, week
1: nine. Probably going to be that week they play Bentonville, maybe. So I'm you know, he- I'm hearing more week nine, and they're they're, they're hoping that you know get him a. Couple of games, get that playoff berth wrapped up, and give him a couple of games to tone his game back timing, and
0: get yep, get down.
1: back, and then hit with a playoff drive. It couldn't. I mean, for West,
0: it's worked out pretty well. I know they'd like to be five and zero. Oh. They're you know they're two and three. They've won the, the the two important games you know moving forward, and not only that, but they're going to have next year going into the season a very seasoned quarterback from a kid who they thought would only get maybe you know, 30, 40 snaps all year long.
1: And not only that, they have three sophomores on the offensive line. Tanner Anderson is getting time at running back because when Jaden Jackson went down, well, Tyree Smallwood moved into Jackson's slot at wide receiver. Well, that moved Tanner Anderson at running back. So he's got a number of weapons. He's not only got this year. He's going to have them for one and two more years. Wow. As much as
2: I love college football, that's why uh, high school football—you can get to the champion. I mean, one or two losses doesn't knock you out of the final four or something, and. In high school football, you can get to the state and win a state championship with four losses. So that I think that encourages people to play good non-conference games, and that and they are battle-tested after playing all the tough teams in non-conference.
0: So another team that's been using a backup quarterback is Fayetteville. Uh, Darius Bowers went down with a knee injury late in the Bryant game, a game that they rallied and came back and won. Um, Hank Gips, uh took his place uh, last week against West. Um, struggled a little bit early, and like Rick alluded to, when you're, you know, when you're thrust in there at Friday Night Lights, it's, it's, they're real bright at first, and the game's real fast. Paul, you were at his game this week, last week at um, over at Rogers. I think the game slowed down a little bit for him, didn't
3: it? Uh, I, you know, I, I think so. It, what I saw, he was, he was much better. Uh, made some really, really nice throws, but as, as we've talked about as well, uh, guys like uh, Flanagan, uh, Bo Stuckey, mm-hmm. Uh, Charbonneau, he has some really good people to throw to, but he made some really really nice throws. Five touchdown passes to help uh, Fayetteville get him, get back on the winning track.
0: So yeah, absolutely, he he had a nice game. Threw for about three seventy. So Stuckey and uh, Flanagan are both guys. If you can just get them the ball in in space, you don't have to throw. Deep, you don't have to throw deep passes to them. Uh, it's nice when you can, but you don't have to because those guys are are very quick, very fast yards after the catch. Is big for those guys. you can get them the ball in space, just make that ten yard throw. You know, let's keep it as simple as we can. Make that ten yard throw, that five yard throw, and let these guys do what they do best, which is you know find that find that open space and, and zip down the field. That seems to be what what worked for Fayetteville last week. Absolutely, uh, and you know, and uh, Coach Billy Dawson uh, was
3: encouraged uh, with his running game a little bit. He'd seen a little bit more out of out of that last week, so he. he Felt like that, that they showed some good improvement in, uh, in that facet of the game as well.
0: Springdale Harbor, they rebounded um, with a big win against Heritage. Although Heritage, uh, give them credit, you know, those kids are still fighting. You know, they haven't won a game, but those kids are still fighting. That was a good game. had a good game going with Harbor. They were in the game for a long time. Uh, finally, Harbor kind of pulled away a little bit late. Uh, Blaze Wishing, he, he was back for Harbor last week. He had missed uh, two games um, with concussion uh, protocol. He came back last week and accounted for four scores, passed for three, ran for one. So Harbor got got uh, got a conference win. So you got Bentonville at two and zero, West at two and zero, and then it's a big big log jam after that. That'll that's going to take the next five weeks to shake everything out. And uh, you know this conference is is like we thought it would be. It's going to be competitive top to bottom, and. um, you know, there's gonna be some good games on tap. So you got Van Buren at one and one, Springdale at one and one, Harbour at one and one, Henry's at one and one, Paul's at one everybody's at one and one, except for the two Bentonville teams who are two and up. So moving on down a little bit to the down to the next classification, down to five A. Paul, that Harrison train just keeping right on rolling. Hey, there you know, Gabe Husky, Ben
3: Johnson, uh, that offense is is really, really a, a tough thing for
0: to stop. They are, I mean, they can, Husky can hurt you in so many ways. Um, he had a 90-yard run in that game and got caught. He did get caught, got chased down. So, if we see him out there, got to give him a little, little flack for that. Somebody somebody chased him down and caught him. But I think he scored the next play or whatever. So, he didn't quite do it. Tony Dorsett, 99, for those of you who are, you know, my age. You mean uh, old? Old yes, um, 99 yards against the Minnesota Vikings. Well, not on Monday Night Football, but so Husky went 90 something, got caught, end up scoring. So Harrison undefeated, still undefeated at 5 and 0. They appear to be the team in 5A, but Morton got its quarterback back last week. Not not Chriswell, he's out, but they got the the kid who was the backup to him, and they got him back, and that is going to make a big difference for Morrilton come playoff time and the rest of the season and come playoff time.
2: Here's one uh, we talked about non-conference, and I love teams that, you know, just go out there and try to get better against non-conference. And Alma started off 0-3 against 7A, 6A schools, and now they're getting to play people who look like them, 5A schools. And they came up to – Farmington got a big win, 35-28. So uh, we kept saying even when Alma was losing, said, Alma's not bad. And I think they're going to be right up there looking forward to – I I know coaches – one game at a time, but I'll be looking forward to that Alma Harrison game here in a few weeks. Well and
0: I think that game too is a testament to how much Farmington has come on. I mean Farmington yep. had a chance to you know late to you know to, to tie or, you know, whatever. Um, so this is uh, you know just more testament to how much far, I mean Farmington could be a playoff team in this conference. That, yes. They really could be. Yep. Um, I think I think Morrillton and Alma you know, or appear to be the two teams to beat, but I, I'm telling you right now, Farmington can be, be right there in that mix for that three and four spot. Well, to to
3: shift gears here a second, though, Greenwood also looked like the uh, the long trip down to El Dorado didn't, didn't bother, bother them.
0: them a bit. Didn't bother them. They stopped and ate, and, and uh, maybe went swimming on the way. It stopped at Hot Springs, went swimming at Magic Springs or whatever, and then went over, over down to El Dorado, listened to some live music down there, and then just took care of business. Keep, they just keep on keeping on now. That Greenwood Benton game that's going to be coming up here in a few weeks—that is going to be the game in six A. No question. Looks like, and you know, Peyton, another big, big game by Peyton Holt. He's just a player. He's just a ball player. He's, you know, he's going to play baseball in college, but uh, just, you know, just a big time player. Uh, also, let's go ahead and move down to four A. Had some good games down in four A. Lincoln was a team that we talked a little bit about. They were undefeated going into last week's game at P Ridge. P Ridge was a team that. Like you mentioned, Rick had played a tough non-conference schedule. Once conference play kicked in, P. Ridge has kicked it in. Now, they beat Lincoln Friday night, but it was still a pretty good game for, for a long way. So, Lincoln is definitely a much-improved team in the 4A1.
2: It's an old coach's uh, cliche They cannot let this loss turn into two losses. I thought Lincoln really, they, they controlled, not dominated, they controlled the first half. Uh, but then uh, P. Ridge hit him with a little spot pass over the middle and kind of got away from Lincoln. But Lincoln... Uh, if they keep playing the way they are, uh, Caleb Lloyd, they got some more athletes. This is one of the better uh, uh, Lincoln teams I've seen. So, so they're a possible playoff team. And P Ridge, uh, I love what they do. I love that atmosphere up there. Beautiful stadium. You got uh, uh, what do they call them, Black Black, Black hot, hot Burgers. burgers all of. But I tell you what, anybody that the game beside the final score, the second thing people be talking about is uh, the moss and insects. For some reason, and I asked uh, Kevin Ring about this, they shot fireworks off at halftime. I thought, you know, whenever we cover baseball, uh, the natural baseball, they'd shoot the fireworks after the game, but for some reason, they shot off fireworks at halftime, and right here in the third quarter, and you got moths coming uh, coming at you from uh, all different directions. They stayed there a good 30, 40 minutes till they moved on somewhere else, but people were swatting moths away, so. We we'll stay Very in the unique.
0: Let's stay in the 4A1 a little bit. Got Shallow Christian. They went up to Green Forest and and absolutely hammered Green Forest 58-0 in a game that, that was uh it was 51-0 at halftime. So Shallow Christian is rolling, uh, their team we've talked a little bit about. They, you know, took it on the chin pretty hard in the season opener against Texarkana who we now know is a pretty yep. good 5A team. I thought at the time cuz Shallow put about 35 points on them that night that Shallow is going to be a better team than than uh, what maybe what they were getting credit for. And they they now you know they've won four in a row since that one. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're able to put points on the board, but they have also shut out back to back opponents. So their defense is playing as at maybe the same level as their offense, which is you know pretty good.
2: Well I think the 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 uh, quality of the opponent opponent will improve this week. When, it kind of will. Uh, uh, they will welcome the Prairie Grove Tigers, which is after a season open law Farmington has won. Their last uh, what four
0: games? They they lost their first two, and then they played okay. Pottsville and, and hammered Pottsville. They they've been the old black and gold Tigers, you know, yep. ever since. So you know that's going to be a great game in the four a one. Now, let, Henry, let's skip over to the four a four. Gonna have a pretty big game down there in the River Valley this weekend as Ozark and Dardanelle tee it up.
1: This could pretty much say who's going to be one and two in that conference, but there is another team in there, Elkins. Who is going to – they're five and 5-0 oh right now. They're in that picture. And that's when you start jostling around those one, twos, and threes. You're looking – trying to get not only conference championship. You're trying to get a home playoff berth. These games are going to determine who's going to be at home and who might have to get on the road for the first round of the playoffs. They
0: will. And uh, Oz- Ozark got a big win last week. Dawson Dietz, I think he had three touchdown passes and 200-something yards passing. So, um, you know, Ozark – um, after that, just absolutely heartbreaking loss to Charleston on that
1: last-second hook-and-lateral play that they ran. It was a multiple it was laterals. Hook, I think it was a hook-and-lateral-and-lateral-and-lateral-and-lateral. And lateral and lateral and lateral just like they drew it up. And possible a forward-lateral, but we won't go to that just details. Just like they drew
0: it up right there in the dirt. Not play, but they don't play on dirt. But if they had dirt on the field, they'd have drawn it up that way. So, big game in 4A4 this week. you got got and darnell That's going to be a big one. What about in the 3A, Paul? 3A1 got a big one going on down undefeated Mansfield and Charleston getting
3: together Friday. night Should be huge. Uh, you know, undefeated Mansfield. I, I don't know that we we thought uh-huh. we'd be saying that I don't five weeks so, in. No. Uh, quarterback Ethan Stovall, five five touchdown passes, I believe, in a big, big win over
0: Greenland. Tonight. That was the game of the week, I think. That was, what was it,
3: 34
0: 36-29. 36-29. So right down to the wire on that one. It, was, it wasn't quite – Greenland Gentry last year, you know, they were still about 40 points each away from, from that. But still, you know, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of back and forth on the field. Well, and they, uh, the, you know, all the offense
3: that Mansfield managed, uh, it was their defense that held at the end, uh, stopped them on downs, fourth down at, I believe, their 12. And uh, they had to snap at one time,
0: victory formation to uh, celebrate. So. so big, big games in 3A. We got, I mean, it was conference play, we're at the mid, midway point. Every game counts. They're all big now. Um, just you know, just you know, this this is what we you know this is why we do what we do and what we live for is, is these you know good close games.
2: And you can't emphasize enough how important it is to get these first round, second round playoff games. Because hey, in the first round you could end up here in Northwest Arkansas having to go down to the Mississippi River near Louisiana. So you know, conference
0: championships are important, but seedings are also important. We know in the 7A, you know, the Central and the West are going to lock up. You know, those that's going to be you know, that's going to be your matchups you know, in the first round because there's only 16 teams in 7A. Mm-hmm. So we know that. I was talking with Leland Barclay, our guru of high school football in the state, about the 5A West, and the 5A West is going to be very important to be that one or two seat because you wouldn't draw P- Pulaski Academy or Little Rock Christian uh, early. You know, you. But, but they do match up. The West and the Central match up in the first round of the playoffs. So being that three and four seed in the West, not gonna be good. You wanna be that one and two seed. So that's what, you know, Alma, that's why that made that Alma win over Farmington such a huge, huge win, you know, last week. And that's what's, you know, the Morton getting their quarterback back. And can they, you know, can they rebound, you know, from that opening loss to Harrison to maybe run the table and get that two spot. That's gonna be, that two spot is gonna be huge in that conference. I so agree. So, so, uh, so, that's it for this week. That's a little recap of what happened in week five. Uh, be sure to stay with us uh, in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, the pages, as we bring you you know, everything about high school football and high school sports in general with our previews and game stats and box scores and uh, statistical leaders, uh, everything you want to know about high school sports, we've got it in, in the uh, Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. So thanks for listening to us on the shop and we will uh, catch you at at a football stadium this weekend.